GVO. Stands for good vibes only. Let's get it. Hey, good morning, good morning. Good, good morning. vibes only. Good vibes, hey. good morning. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to the table. Um, we got D. Devereaux over here, busy flossing in her. Always. Always. T. Starks and Trini Lopez and your girl Ow. OG Rogue. How's everybody what up, what going? Up. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Good people. We, we ready? <laughs> We stay ready. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know we stay ready, but stuff is kind of slow motion for me today. Ooh. Uh oh. No, Not slow motion. No. As I'm tired. Oh. <laughs> and my allergies Aww. messing up and stuff. So I'm over here sounding like Barry White's cousin, <laughs> Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> Did you right. just say Bonita? I did. I did. I did. I did. All right. So, guys, we got a lot to talk about today. And of course, we always zoom in on Texas. What's going on? D. Texas, our Texas. What the hell's <laughs> going on with this state? Um, <laughs> I like that. I Thank you. Because it came from the heart. Um, now, on a serious note, just just praying for the whole yet again school high school shooting um really that happened this yes that happened this week um on Wednesday morning and um it was at a high school I think it was Timberview High School in Arlington Texas to be more specific and overall it it was around nine something um in the morning when me and a few colleagues started seeing things come across our uh, social media news. People started texting, like, what's going on? What's going on? And apparently a young man um, brought uh, a weapon to school, more specifically, I think uh, a 45 um, gun. And four people were injured, to my knowledge. Oh, wow. I last seen. Yes, for a teacher, another um, uh a male student, female student, and maybe one more, I'm not sure, but I think it was four in total, but I do not believe there's any reported deaths. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, um, wow. So yeah. that right there, we can say um, um, a prayer to, um, but what was going I, on? I don't know. You know, what I'm thinking is, and let me say this, I, I was caught off guard. I said, man, it's been a while since I've even heard about a school shooting in a long time oh, yeah. so you know that you you remember the the initial shock you used to have right when um you used to hear it and then all of a sudden you just kind of the shock wore off but the hurt and pain still like oh you hear about another and another one so i guess it had been a, such a while that i that that initial oh shock hurt you know everything that um i used to feel when this was happening sporadically came back but what's interesting about this one, um, it, it appeared that there was a fight between um, the alleged gunman and another student 
And right after, and I believe alleged gum, I don't want to say one loss. I don't like doing that, but, um, uh, you know, it was recorded and things of that nature. And then, um, I believe maybe a short time after that, he, um, the young man went to, um, went to his backpack to get a gun and then that's when the shooting. So it was a fight that occurred like a retaliation, Um, retaliation, preparation, something. But yes, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah. Upon initial, you think school shooting, you think a gunman, you know, active shooter, yeah. not having yeah. a, a per se specific target. And, yeah. So yeah. you think it's one of those mass shootings? And then I, I started reading more of the article, and it was one man basically bringing a gun to school to defend himself, and that blew my mind that that's mm-hmm. are to this day that we have that our children you know are being taunted and bullied or whatever the case may have been for this gentleman that we feel like that's the you know that's the source that they have to do is bring a weapon to school to defend themselves like so breaks my Uh-oh. heart yeah do you know if um if this was a, a situation where this the last well, was being bullied or somebody was being bullied and i believe or, that's what the family is saying that yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're sending the narrative like they go ahead trini yeah that, no you're you're completely right the the family's just saying um that they apologize they're asking for forgiveness but yeah. uh to please know that that he did this because he felt like there was no alternative like he was really he really feared for his life so it was kind of like a they spun it like it was kind of like they were going to jump in type of oh wow if the parents are giving that type of a notion or trying to give that reasoning behind that then why wasn't the parents reaching out to try to get him more of the effective uh help or confront the school because if you have that much of a that that might have happened I want to mm-hmm. say that I don't I don't believe that this was just a one and done. I do believe this is a kind of an ongoing uh, situation where his family did try to, you know, say or hey. even probably himself, you know, going to instructors or uh, school leaders. And this is something that's just really, truly common that you hear so consistent. And especially with our younger kids, it's getting even younger. Um, every day and stuff usually these children who are being bullied and they're going and trying to seek the assistance from administrators or and the proper channels but though most of these situations end in suicide and and as as well as we hear as common as these mass shootings that you mentioned earlier a lot of the background of these students or these children are being bullied and so what why are administration are we over are they overlooking um these reports and these complaints with these students or are we not establishing enough uh disciplinary actions to really try to take a control of it because it's just really sad where it's gotten to the point where these kids are feeling that they have to resort into even drastic measures beyond their understanding of what the outcomes I agree with you, but first we need to make sure follow this one and see what led to what because because uh, I want to make sure that they did do their resources and were just not being met with the 
the kind of concerns because if the boy was reaching out to people and no one was uh, informing him, then it's a mess up on any um, trail in regards of anybody he reached out to. And if the parents knew and they were reaching out to administration or any other form, then also. But if people are just saying that, but they didn't do that extra part. So I, I really need to know concrete, like what play or what led to this. Because sometimes I do know also people just keep stuff to themselves. That's true. And they made, mm-hmm. so they, so they uh, and then finally one day somebody just set them off after all that stuff did happen. Now he could 100% been bullied, but never once said anything and then just keep it to himself. And then finally, you know, you just have that breaking point and the lightest thing. But with all of that said, he should not have access to where he can get a gun, whether it's in the household or not. And so even if they did everything correctly and were being turned down or not met with the right needs, um, he should not have had access. They should have been locked up. And and let me say this, let me, let me add this component. Um, His family is saying there are documented reports of ongoing um, incidents between him. And so let me clarify that. um, So just check um, and other students, but what's interesting um, at the time um, neither that ISD nor the police department were about to um, confirm that at that at that time. So oh, wow. family is saying that is the narrative. Like, let's just do the due diligence to proper property diligence of properly investigating the circumstances that led up to this um, I love this, this I love event um, wow. before we render and. So, um, like you said, it does need to be an ongoing investigation to hear from all sides, putting all pieces together, because I'm thinking about it now, and I believe it, this particular student was bullied, um, um, not by just one individual, but, may, uh, but multiple ones. So oh, then wow. there's an ongoing pattern. So yeah. it's not like it's just me and you, which will be sad. Nobody wants to be bullied or have to go into school and be on, be on alert every single time. Nobody wants to do that, but then you have multiple people coming for you. And again, these are all the details at this point, but we can definitely stay tuned to it um, as it begins to properly um, unfold and we can share out. But I'm gonna pose a quick question to everybody, whether it's a, uh, and I'm being sincere when I say this, what can schools really do? I really want to know if a situation is brought to their attention. When situations such as these, I am being, um, I'm getting constantly uh, bullied by these people, or we're getting into fights. What are the actual actionables that can be taken as preventative measures? And I have assumptions, but I was just never clear on what all the institutions can do. Is anybody? Does anybody know? by chance well um and this is just a suggestion i don't know how well this works but what are the commonality rules in our you see like in private schools or really strict ivy schools um usually when you do something that's out of line or against the rules and stuff they go as far and as if it's beyond um their standing they will go and pretty much dismiss you you cannot attend that school anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm glad you said that because a friend of mine my old high school um it was it's interesting that you say that because a friend of mine years ago 
um, shared that an administrator of my um, old high school, of course, not at the time that I went, but um, years later was upset and frustrated that when students uh, showed bad behavior at a, he noticed um, they being, oh, you're kicked out of that particular school, then they would come to our school. So all of a sudden we were getting an influx of people or students with a particular behavioral pattern. I said, really? And they were like, yeah, he was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I get it, you, you transition them out of this school, but you're like, okay, you get to come to your local school now. And it's just like, I didn't think that was right too because it just shifted the problem from one institution to the so, next. So when you said that, that role, um, it, it brought that um, up to me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Starks. So with that, why shouldn't that be documented? So then when that child transfer or that student transfer, that is part of their portfolio of why mm-hmm. they're being transferred. Like well, that's it, an immediate. It, it is. is. It is. It is. Because I have a friend who um, had a concern about that with um, a child that they had. And um, uh, one institution, their family was looking into um, getting their child into, that was one reason they could not because it was part of their record. So it is. Listen, I have a brother and sister, and of course this is back in the day, but they had a reputation of being fighters where they were little. And always, mm-hmm. they always got picked on, but by no means were punks. And mm-hmm. take that for You know, I mean, they just would, if you messed with them, they just would go after you. Mm-hmm. And so they probably did, they probably in a four year span went to every high school here in Oklahoma City because mm-hmm. that's what they do. But you just get kicked out of this one, you were able to you could go into this one. And I mean, they even would give special transfers to people to them, you know, to go to uh, schools outside their district just because they wanted them in school. Um, and that was just mm-hmm. when, when bullying was confined to just on the playground, you know what I'm saying? Now, I think it's more accessible for the authorities to know because internet involved, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you get, you get bullied physically uh, on social media. Um, there's so many different ways and I think that's what really leads to a lot of our kids killing themselves is the fact that they are getting bullied away from school at school you know the internet is you can't turn it off that is a very you cannot turn it off you can at least go home and then try to transition your mind to something else but if people are blowing up your social media page people are texting you Mm -hmm. it it goes on into the night so you can't even turn off oh goodness gracious you're right it's almost like a it could be a 24 7 type of um bullying um mm-hmm. bullying oh. berating yes can you imagine having social media like this in the 90s nope. where they had gays with crips and bloods and <laughs> we was listening to what i'm sending you a text with nothing you yeah yes right oh, oh my god sending you a one minute a punk video i'm gonna get you <laughs> okay in the video back i'm gonna get you back what and then you gotta wait till they reply okay <laughs> <laughs> wait i gotta go charge up my phone wait somebody else text me like what <laughs> oh, yeah, i live next door just just walk outside never mind you <laughs> oh, go to sleep. 
Now you speak it of shutdown. You that's interesting that you said social media it doesn't shut down, but for Zuckerberg, it shut down mm. not too long ago. Ooh. Hey, was anybody's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? Oh, not Twitter, of course. Twitter was chiming in. Instagram yeah. was messed up the other day. Yeah, it was Facebook yeah, I didn't and even Instagram. Know I missed the whole thing. I didn't know it either. Well, that's actually a good thing that you didn't know it because then that means you're not binded by the internet that much or the social media yes. that much. Yeah. But there were a lot of people by that, I mean, millions around the world that uh, were freaking out. And then it became an ongoing joke because if you get on Facebook, then you might see your friend put some type of meme or whatever over talking about how uh, the six hours or something like that, you know, making a Dang, joke. Dang, it was about six it. hours? They were shut down it was like six, six hours. Yeah, so he yeah. lost a billion dollars an hour. No, he lost think, seven billion. I think, yeah, oh I think it was, I think it was, yeah, she's well, right. Yeah, I think it's between I three that to that seven. Is, oh my gosh, yeah, he, he lost more than a billion. I think it was like six billion dollars. I mean, it could be more, but I, and I could be all the way off, but um, he did lose money because it was in stocks and stuff. But yeah. this is we're, we're referring to a man that's worth like over 80 plus billion to begin with. Okay. But uh, oh, so what you're saying is we, we can't speak in our terms of what billion means to us, right? Okay, I'm sorry, I did. Yeah, what, we need to translate in our language. That sounded you like seven thousand dollars. I was about to say right. seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you what, went rogue, what, okay, rogue. We can't even speak the same language because I was gonna say seven hundred. <laughs> Look, I said seven because that's where I am in my life, and that's my business. <laughs> Goodness, no judgment, no judgment. Hey, look, but the it was what I think is funny is that everybody is saying how the shutdown came as you know on the heels of the guy going to the Senate, blowing the whistle on all of the stuff that Facebook, uh, Mm -hmm. that Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, he's he's I think he went either last Tuesday or he's going this Tuesday before the Senate to talk about um how they kind of like the confrontation and the badgering and that's what they are getting popular on is the bullying on the internet side and and he had proof of of all of this and so now it's shut down and people are saying that he was wiping some things clean that now that's purely hearsay but that's the (laughs) word on the street and (laughs) i'm waiting for the movie to come out i'm waiting for the movie in two years to come in to be like that's what happened (laughs) <laughs> well, I say that because I go with you on that two ways. Because one way I want to say, like, all oh, that is conspiracy. But there is a little bit of truth to it because, let's be honest, if you don't want to be caught up in anything, then why are you doing the most messiest thing? On people's mm-hmm. profile, one minute you're saying, you know, stay home and be safe or I'm vaccinated and stuff. Then you have a contract where it's like, I don't want to know about your medical record. Like, you are literally playing every side possible. you making these little mean things that people can put on their profiles where they can be you know we stand with oil and then next thing you know it's like you know stand with baby oil if you're gonna stand with oil shoot <laughs> moisturize excuse me go ahead some needed so it's like they are playing the game you know so they are hitting the fence because there yeah. are people who have so you have friends that one minute they're talking about they're going this way and then you got another one that says go that way you're literally playing the game that you did not have to let them put up their own fun whatever and then if you want to make it options where they can create and do whatever but you purposely have man uh, uh um already just pre-made 
links for anyone to put, depending on what side you feel on, just so then you could go on your page and start pissing off people. So yeah. it's kind of, so you're right. It's like, it is a conspiracy, but yeah, at the same time, they are playing this game because yeah. it pisses me off because I look at it and I'm not mad and I don't get mad either way, but it's like, when you see it, you can go through 10 different people who have something up and all of them go on every spectrum of the board. Right. And it's like, why would you Do y'all think somebody got fired? I know that's crazy. Y'all think somebody got fired? Oh, girl. Girl. A whole wing, a whole floor? No, no, no. No one fired? fired? Mm -mm. Because if you start getting fired, you start talking and they ain't ready for that. They're going to be like, NDA, NDA, NDA. Mm -hmm. But you signed on day one. They need mm-hmm. all hands on deck to hide all the evidence. Yeah. And so, and then if they start signing notes, somebody ain't going to sign it. And then it's going to let it be out because they're going to say, I want more. So I don't know. I purposely say no, no one got fired because mm. our Facebook is that one job where people ain't afraid to walk out because they've done that before. They actually done got up and just because they got pissed at Mark. Mark is someone who pisses people off. And the, the one group of people he pissed off more than anybody is his own employees. And so mm. uh, it was just a couple of years ago that they all got up and walked out and or like a good portion of them and stuff like that. Mark is a dick. And he is that nerdy <gasps> dude that nobody likes. And yet they work for him because they like what they can do and how well it pays. Not because they appreciate they boss. Right. Yeah, oh, wow. there's no way you can be worth that much money and be a nice person. Like I'm sure he is super asshole. Super. Very much. Well, he can be a millionaire and be okay. How about that? Can we just adjust? <laughs> if he's gonna be a billionaire and be a dick, he'll be a millionaire and just be chill. <laughs> so we saying he's gonna pass out that money, right? Oh, come yeah. through, come through, Mark. I like you after that. Okay, <laughs> we can have That's an understanding. Truth. Escape. We're, okay, we're rooting for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying, but you're saying that, and I'm not saying that he doesn't. But you never hear about the uh, charities and organizations he does. Not saying now there may be he may be doing some out the wazoo by all means, and I know he does a lot of interviews and meetings and regards to stuff. But he he wasn't no Bill and Melinda Gates, no but, for charitable. Um, but you know what? Um, in actuality and stuff, I kind of really don't like that all the time. That a person, just because they're philanthropists, that they have to be all in the know of being one. Right. Because, they don't have to. Oh, that's right. why I said. Yeah. That's I why like I said that. I can't say that he didn't, but I'm just saying we're. It's not well known. And the mm-hmm. thing about it with, and so I'm with you on that. Is so yeah, he could be doing it left and right. It's just not well known. And so if so, I think that's actually dope with stuff because I um just this is kind of off topic, but though. Speaking of people giving rogue out going stuff. rogue, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, I thought it was like really fascinating learning about the things that Prince did behind closed doors that came about when he passed. When he passed, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there is it's- something genuine about being a philanthropist and not no one really knowing, right? That, that you do that. That means that you really meant that, not to be like, well, oh, look what I did. I agree with you, but I agree. I say it in a different way. I say it's different if you're not the one talking about it because there are a lot of well-known ones out there, but it's not because they're talking about it. It just is the the height or the news around it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't blame them. I blame the coverage that is being done around them. So, because, um, and because depending Where's on what PR you're talking- people? Exactly. Where's your PR depending, people? 
what your 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 charity is, you can't escape it. Because say like, because uh, for an, a good example is going back to Bill and Melinda, if they're doing some kind of charity where it brings in all these people to them to do a talk on, there's no way that no one's not going to know about it. And so, but then if you have someone like, uh, and if you're some kind of ambassador, that's kind of hard too, because, I mean, you got to do your ambassadorism stuff. And so, <laughs> ambassadorism, I like that. There you go, Trina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it comes more real when you don't do all the talking, but if it and your team, but if it's just out there because of it's just no knowledge, that's different. Well, here's hoping that you know um, it wasn't a scrub down, and and that he really is on the up and up. <laughs> that's funny, the scrub down. That's yeah. funny. That sounds like the title for the movie. <laughs> the scrub down. Six hours. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, um, but like, you know, going, just kind of pivoting back to, to why even, even them, you know, Facebook having all the hype about um, bullying and, and Instagram and uh, whatnot. Um, you know, did y'all see the Miami police? Oh man! Haunting man. the guy. Did y'all see that about the uh, the Miami police officers that uh, the guy was just filming? Oh man! Everybody man. does. I and did check that out. And then drank out of his Gatorade. Like I don't, I just don't understand why you have you have a camera on you and people have cameras on them video videotaping you and you do some outlandish ass shit like that. It is insane. Wait. Wait. He drunk out of uh, a stranger's Gatorade? Well, even if I know you ain't going to drink after you. Right. Well, Unless we just had a good time and at this point it doesn't matter. Right. I don't think it was open because it looked like he had a bag in his hand. He was walking in, watching them take down another young man. So so he, uh, they beat him up and and he's like, why? So his name was uh, Kali Vaughn. Kali Vaughn. Yeah. And they told him to stop. They have him handcuffed on the ground. They told him to stop crying. He's like, why did y'all jump on me? I'm recording like everybody else. Right. But they uh, they told him to back up. He backed up. And then they just charged him, beat him up, um, had him all bloody. So he's asking, why are y'all doing this to me? They told him to stop crying. Then they said, uh, they told him he chose his destiny. Then wow. one grabs uh, his Gatorade and drinks it. Destiny's uh, child shows a destiny. What the hell? This right. ain't no. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, it was so crazy how they did this young man, but they've been charged. The police officer has been charged and the charges against the young man have been dropped. Okay. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to see if y'all had heard about that because that was just the I'm audacity. Yeah. The audacity, they him, the power struggle. Yeah. Yeah. They asked him where it's from. He was like, New York. And they were like, go back there. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> it was, yeah. It was. It go was, back to uh, law enforcement school. How about that? Right. Yeah. I was loosely following this story because it originated from, it was a guy that they was actually after. Um, I want to say, I can't recall the charges, so I'm not going to um, throw anything out there. It was a there. moped offense where yeah. he hit a police officer. 
Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was film called, I don't know if it was coming from the actual hotels of film or their body cam. I think it was the hotels film. Yeah. But anyway, so it was, guy is no bigger than a pencil. It's a small guy and stuff. And so they had pretty much, you know, the narrative, this common narrative that we've heard all these times with these types of stories, 20 officers jumping on him. And so um, just as Trini Lopez had mentioned, uh, Kwali, he was walking up. He was a visitor, actually, um, in that city and walked up and saw what was going on and started filming. And so uh, they told the guy to back up, of course, and he obliged and stuff. You know, he did what he was supposed to do. He responded. It wasn't that he had any uh, tuggle with the officers, but they just all of a sudden just start charging at him, jumped on him. and just yeah. jumped on him and, and he's yelling you can hear him in the video yelling like what did I do I backed up right. just like you said yeah. and I mean it, of course as we see always with these stories and stuff I mean just really a sad instant because what did this man do but to yeah. actually go out and really taunt him like oh, okay stop crying and stuff and then just to take his stuff like what what was the meaning of that what would you trying to prove with Complete. that move complete abuse of your authority that's that's what i'm talking about about people that never had no authority and give them a little exactly oh my goodness that's that's what i'm talking about like that really hits my goat what gets my goat is how comfortable because you know this is not the first incident this is just the first incident that we actually caught that made it mainstream right but you have done this things like this many a times yeah, to be so comfortable with doing it this time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And all these officers around witnessing this. So they've seen you do this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are we actually going to start taking a look at these patterns and stuff that these officers have and actually holding them truly accountable until, not until we make it to mainstream stories? Because this isn't to be something that is so common that wow it doesn't even look surprising but you still do the blatant disrespect against people i I think we we see the patterns the patterns have been notated i'm i'm pretty sure somebody's written um multiple people have written multiple dissertations about this it's to the point where now what do we do with the information and uh and move beyond the talk and what can we establish? What can be done from the academy, uh, police academy perspective, from um, from teaching them, and from the community perspective of teaching? You know, all the way around. What can everybody do to um, help support a different way to move forward in this? But I think there's just there's been research. We've seen the pattern. <laughs> We're on to the next steps, which is action. Exactly. And so the thing is, is that we, the people see that patterns, but what with the people who can actually make the change and make the difference, when are you going to start enacting the actions? Right. That's the thing. But moving on. I'm going to do a shame. Let me say this before we move on. A shameless plug about voting. Um, This is where we need to start being very cognizant of who we put in power in leadership. Um, our local governments, our local communities, things like this. This is a plug for that. If you want to see a change, start with what you can do. And that's one of the things you can do. Be very cognizant of aware who's representing you and your community and go from there. 
Absolutely. I, I agree. No, I, I think that's the number one thing because part of it is a lot of people feel they don't have a voice or they don't have nothing to say or that nothing's going to change. You can have that mentality if you're trying to do something and you see that nothing's changing. But if you're not stepping forward and trying to do it, you can't complain about something that you're not trying to help fix. And so, um, yes, there's a lot of laws that try to suppress uh, everybody, and especially those of uh, certain communities and genders and stuff like that. But until those laws have passed, do what you can on your local level, because you're right, uh, Deborah. the more that you go out there and vote and vote those out that aren't doing nothing but harm for your city, your state, the country, and put those in that is only going to benefit everybody, not their own pockets. That's where it first starts. Yeah. Dope. Excellent. Hey, uh, kind of speaking off topic and moving on to the next. Uh, anybody watch NASCAR? Oh, no. What's going on? Well, we actually had a good thing that went down recently. If you haven't, uh, both with Michael Jordan. He actually has wait, um, big Mike or little Mike? Like a video of a Papa Bear. No, no, not Mike, not your boo, not your boo. You never calm down, calm down. My sugar daddy. Okay, so not my (laughs) my tender. Okay, not my tenderoni, but my sugar. Okay, and (laughs) the goat. The goat. No, he Bubba Wallace the, is the uh, second black driver to win in the NASCAR yeah. Cup Series. And okay. He's the first to do it since 1963 with Wendell Scott. So Wendell Scott was okay. the first. And yeah. with that being said, Michael Jordan uh, is actually now one of the uh, NASCAR Cup Series team owners. And uh, he actually hired Bubba as the, uh, the driver. And so they actually recently won that. And so for black people, this is a very huge deal and for minorities in general, because this isn't something every day somebody wins and everything. And which is crazy cool is I would love for the people who are doing the articles, because as I was going back and looking through this, there are previous articles from the summertime and uh, June and July and uh, even May where they're talking about Mike you know, maybe he shouldn't, you know, stepped into something that is not going to be like, you know, what Mike does. Because when Michael Jordan does stuff, they, uh, whether it's the shoes, whether it was him in um, sports and stuff, you know, it's pretty big and things great came out of it. And they, and at first they were, they basically spoke too soon. And so uh, just a couple of months later, they hear him and Bubba, uh, you know, Bubba went in and they went in. And um, so this is a pretty cool congratulatory thing for both of them and uh, hopefully more comes out of it and most and maybe more um, minorities up in succumbing whether they're black latina asian indian whoever is upcoming drivers females and stuff they're the next and so that this isn't that far in between as it was with wendell scott and bubba wallace wow that is how diverse how diverse is nascar do we have i'm Um, I'm very unknowledgeable it's not very it's not very no it's not we don't have a lot of black or people of color drivers right it's very minimal it's very minimal Mm -hmm. and so there he's not maybe the only one but he's one of the well-known ones and it's not that big um it's very few very few and so mm -hmm, so even in the very few that uh 
if someone is doing it, then that's pretty badass. That wow. is. There you go. There you go. Now, now watch it, but I might hit six thirty-five and think I'm on NASCAR. Okay. Well, and it, it's fun, dude. It, <laughs> I can teach y'all not. If y'all ever get the chance to see something like that, Formula One or something live, take a take. Just take a chance. Go see it. It's it's an experience. Yeah, I used to have a supervisor that was NASCAR crazy. Like she was, I mean, NASCAR. And I was just like, they just go real fast around the track. <laughs> I mean, they that's 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 it. But it it really is. Um, she she has a affiliation, so they have a car, or her people have a car. And so she I watched it and how they really do have to finagle and it is a stri- strategic way that they have mm-hmm. to move around the track. So once you know you you get all the details about it because you know it used to be on and it's just they zooming around the track was not attractive <laughs> to me. Uh, I agree because I mean, but it's it's an art. You can't just do it. I would have been dead about five times by now just just by. Oh my yeah. gosh! And I, I'm barely even, and I'm on a straightaway, and so like yeah, they it, it's an art, and you got to know how to do it, and I mean. Um, it starts it when you said cool. that. I said, yeah, oh, my car does start beating real fast when, when my car goes 92 miles per hour. <laughs> I was like, ooh, yeah. ooh, these trees passing by. Oh, let me, let me ease up. Let me get back down to 85. Hmm. For me, it's mm. the going through the lanes. So I'm going to say, if, if you're a driver of 635, I think that we are pre-qualifications of NASCAR. <laughs> Pre-qualifiers. No, just... I tried in the past, like when you're driving out of town or in town or wherever you're going, and then next thing you know, you're driving. And next thing, and uh, all the cars around you are going over the speed limit and you're trying to go over the speed limit with them. But then you like, Mm-mm, I can't do it because I'll be that one car that got pulled over even though there's 10 exactly. around. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you're... You do speed limit all the way. I don't do speed limit all the way. I just like if it's 70, I'll go around 70, like a little above, but you won't catch me going. He goes 70-ish. 70-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I can't, I can't go. I won't be pushing. I'll get, I'll, I'll go back to 75 uh, under quickly because I'm, I just feel like I'm not a lucky guy and I'm going to always get pulled over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then if I'm on the road by myself at that moment, oh, I really don't want to do it because that's just tension being drawn. But the funny thing is then you'll see a car pass you going 80. Okay. You see, OJ, OG Rogue think that that's a 10 mile, uh, 10 speed grace grace period. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So if it says 70, you safe with going 80. But if you go 85, you pushing it. You really break the law. But 80, yeah 80 you know whatever in town i drive like an old lady like in town you know i'm just i tootle along you know i'll give myself enough time to get where i'm going or whatever but put me out like me i need to go to texas or i need to go to i'm a speed demon so tell me this then trini if you're in town and you're running behind do you speed up um i very I, i might i might i might do maybe a little bit but for the most part not really I'll go ahead and, you know, I try to make, I try to give myself time, you know, cause our traffic is goofy right now anyway. So I try to give myself enough time to get there. 
it would, you know, with my, with my little 10, I like to be there left 10, 15 minutes early every, you know, if I have appointments, but, um, but yeah, I now I will get a little heavy foot, just a little in town sometimes if, if time permits, <laughs> or doesn't, <laughs> I guess it doesn't, I guess I should say doesn't permit. <laughs> no. so, yeah. I see. I still apply the street code and stuff. You can speed to certain areas, but you know those particular areas that you're gonna have to really pay attention to. So, <laughs> I, I still enact the rules in those areas. But once I pass that little stretch, I'm wow. on. I'm out. <laughs> I am out. Yes. All right, guys. You know what? I was watching um, an old movie the other day. It was a um, it was actually one of Richard Pryor's first sitcoms and stuff. Uh, stand up. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I remember and stuff like my parents and stuff. They used to have it and stuff. And um, I don't know why they they didn't keep the video the VHS with the other ones and stuff. So I, I was a curious kid and very inquisitive. So I kind of like snuck in and on a late well, we night. We can tell because it's a speed demon. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Don't call, don't call Break me out. out. <laughs> don't call oh, me geez. out. Don't call me out. The original. <laughs> the original. I just wanted to see why it was separated Since from diapers. the other VHS. I just all I wanted oh, to know. That that a show get you in trouble, girl. Don't be going. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't do it. Say okay, so, I stumbled so, up on me some porno. Oh, oh, oh! Are you telling <gasps> yourself? You tell. Oh, I'm just saying, being nosy will do it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you on OnlyFans. Look at you. You see what happens when y'all go in that secret drawer or go uh go to their little box under the bed. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. It ain't that secret that will traumatize your whole life. (laughs) So don't make me think like I was just a bad kid. So well, I'm gonna ask y'all. So what artist or TV film artist um as a child? your parents wouldn't let you see or listen to? Mm. See it all. I was a very mature kid, so mm, sorry, I can't answer that. Oh, <laughs> no. whatever. Well, it was the idea that my mom may not always wanted us to see things because it was not, um, maybe it was, because uh, it wasn't that we were sheltered, but we were in a sense, very sheltered in a sense. But we, um, couldn't see certain things that um, came off too provocative. And so there was times where we were getting older and MTV became the thing of our, you know, the times. And it was back in the day when MTV actually showed music videos and was actually a good channel. And so when you watched it, you really enjoyed it. And same thing with- It's not uh, gyrating hips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as you got older, of course this came way later, but you know, BT Uncut and all that stuff. but in the 90s i remember when janet jackson had that one song um anytime just any one. place well no no Look, it was one. this particular <laughs> okay. song because okay. janet jackson went from you know the cute girl penny and you know and then from good times and then you know she grew up and everything and one minute she's saying let's wait a while and then next thing you know she did that video anytime any place and that was the video when my mom saw it and she came in my room and she saw us watching, we were just chick kids just hanging out. And, but she saw that and she's like, nope, no, 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 no. So we couldn't watch music videos for a while because of that particular one. And so- Because um, of Janet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Miss Jackson. Yeah, any anytime any place yeah. was about them humping at any minute. And so okay. and my mom and the nothing sensuality was of it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime, any place. And, yeah. So that one stopped us for a little bit. And then we and we weren't like kids like young, young. We were just old enough because uh, I had the album and everything. It just, we weren't allowed to watch music videos for a while. And to you be were just honest, old enough to where those those hormones were hitting. Mm, like pistons. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Like, yeah, gotcha. let me go ahead and curb this appetite, right? Exactly. Don't <laughs> play outside I mean, now. Don't play outside. <laughs> well, we, there was even times when we, we couldn't even watch Simpsons. There were moments when we, we weren't allowed to watch Simpsons for a while. Because she and, said, you weren't uh, about to pull that bullshit in her house. Right. She didn't want you to get no ideas. She said, that's not how we do here. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm a, little, I'm a little older than you guys. I can see. We used to sneak and listen to Red Fox albums. That was nice. Like, Ooh. Yeah. All the comedy were on albums. And we yeah. Down to my Aunt Sandra's basement and sneak one Ooh. of the the uh, albums and listen to that because that those they had a little section of of comedy albums that we were not and it was it was um it was Sammy Davis it was um Red Fox it was mm. of course Richard Pryor um, but Ooh, a, lot, a lot of real old comedian um uh, uh there were some females in there I want to say even Moms Mabley had like a nice oh yeah oh yeah so we would listen to all of those and just be down there just tickled pink but that was that was our sneak like they told us specific, specifically not not to do that and we was like shit wait till they <laughs> look wait till they have about three cocktails in baby we was gone <laughs> <laughs> those albums and listen to them and I mean my brother could mimic talk about a TikTok baby he could mimic Red Fox's jokes and his gestures and and he so he would get in front and do it like he's the stand-up comedian and oh my god have us rolling uh, uh, it was the best it was the best but that was the one pe- that was the that that's who my parents did not want us to listen to that we did anyway <laughs> that's the same because that's funny because you're saying that like we definitely didn't listen to their stand-up at that time but we knew that they existed but we were allowed to of course watch you know Red Sanford Fox and, and Son um, Sanford and Son mm-hmm. and we were able to watch Richard Pryor with his movies with Gene Simmons and everything and stuff like that but when they are unleashed on that stage of course we weren't allowed to watch that no same thing with Eddie Murphy Raw oh Jesus because when I got introduced to him oh yeah Raw was something else but isn't it crazy and stuff? Your parents and stuff talk about what you doing listening to this nasty stuff and then you know their stash and stuff. And you're like, really? You gonna go there, mom? Yeah. I'm gonna be like, what you doing, mama, listening to this nasty stuff? Right. My son says that all the 90s Don't music say that that loud. <laughs> you said what now? He's all my, my son, we, we go back and forth about their music and our music. And he's like, all the 90s music was super rapey. Oh. <laughs> what? Like, what? Yeah, he's no, not but, but, but her son ain't wrong. Her son what? ain't wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was like, he pointed out BBD where they say something about is she has to be an adolescent or something, you know, the, the adolescent. You know, you we know, didn't the, listen to the words. Oh, we really right, did. Shoot. Right there. He was like, it's right there in the lyrics. <laughs> like, no, 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 it's not. He's yeah, supposed to be listening been, to the beat. Like, 
<laughs> but it's so funny because I always talk about this with friends and it's like when it comes to certain songs, you, um, they think they edit it well for it to be on the radio. But the thing that they still allow on the radios because they don't know is not supposed to be, is very sexualized. And I guess the easiest way to say that would be with uh, Little John and Eastside Boys would get low. That one little phrase that is allowed on the radio is by far one of the nastiest lines in the song. What, get low? And uh, to the window, to the, the wall. Oh, to the window. No, oh. no, no, no. no. Oh, yes, that, that song. Sweat drip to down. The, okay. No, 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 uh, no, no. When they get to the part, to all that. Oh, and all that. Yeah, I'm trying. Yes. Oh, it's like, uh, the nastiest part of that song is when they say ski, 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 ski. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm trying to not say it. God, we are saying a lot of stuff on here, but I'm trying to at least keep a little bit of cultureness going. Oh, no. Yes, that's literally what I was saying. <laughs> that's a I literally was saying it. Okay, I told you about you and your only fans. Separate the two. Separate the two. Oh, you and what from I'm this doing. Yeah, now she oh. already done said it. it is done broke the mold. Yeah, okay. I was saying it. And she go, I was thinking the dancing oh. part was a ski ski. That's literally <laughs> what I was trying to bleep out. Oh. Okay, but no, I said to all that blink blank blank. Oh, and then you yeah. go ahead. Okay. And you just forgot said the words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, like, I, I don't you know what he talking about, but the part I forgot I like, good vibe, but you won't. That is the best oh, vibe talking about. Okay. Yeah. But but for real, you know what I mean? Like they done messed up because you see it on every radio station or hear it on every radio station and they think they done played the edited version. It's like how edited is it when you're allowing this line to be a play? <laughs> like I'm not gonna be offended. Okay. Right but, on radio, they'll bleep out uh some type of a gun, but they don't bleep out the the n word like that trips me. Oh out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what? so, wait. I'm going back to your uh to your son. So if we had these, these were the people um of our times that um many kids cannot listen to. So what about today? Like who are the people that I'm pretty sure there's a long list. Uh, <laughs> who people can't uh, listen to today? Where some kids may not be allowed to. I should say. I don't censor my children. I well, never have. I, right, but she. I think she was generalizing where, where, where if there was a show or something, where what would not be allowed. Like if it was on Netflix, I would not think that a lot of parents would let their kids watch um, Big Mouth. It's an animated series on Netflix about oh. growing up in adolescence. Mm. And while at the same time, it's something that kids should probably be allowed to because they're going through that stuff. But I could get if a parent don't want them to watch that because I like it. But I mean, I'm also in my 30s and I'm not uh, a preteen or a 10 year old kid. And I can see impressionable. Yeah. 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 And it's not, and to be honest, I think part of the thing where people get cut off, where they cut the kids off, is because they're not prepared to answer those stuff. Not more so that there's that something's wrong with it. Yeah. They're not prepared. And so they rather uh, marginalize and uh, slap on the cufflinks on what the kid can't do. But the kid probably further along. And to be honest, you make a kid more unprepared in life when you don't allow them to be embraced to the things around them. Exactly. So if you have yeah, the conversations yeah, I, I, with them, yeah, if you have the conversations mm -hmm. with them, you can see how their mind is thinking because they will eventually 
let it be known like oh okay so this is where you are okay so let's talk <laughs> right because you know growing up there in fact more TV. specifically let me call your daddy where he at <laughs> oh yeah well you know like they may make you and maybe if you didn't do it then they may you may knew someone where they was like close your eyes during that certain scene in that movie or whatever but why i mean <laughs> see, and to be honest the funny thing about it is i can we still kids, hear it the, <laughs> mm -hmm. my well, other senses we work the stuff that the, the stuff that they allowed to show was still considered pc if you look at it today like yeah that was what i had to cover my eyes for back then like that was considered right boobs i had to cover my eyes on boobs my freezy said yeah. i got boobs what are y'all talking about <laughs> exactly you're sheltering them to a whole nother level and then i mean dang I mean, what do you expect for them to see? But yeah, we saw stuff. I remember though, um, we, but then again, like I said, we ended up went back and forth, but there was some other stuff that we weren't allowed to. And we had, a, a, uh, like, I remember when we saw Total Recall, like it was an awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It was an awesome movie, but uh, it was a movie that we probably shouldn't saw at the age we saw it at. And one of the things we came back when we were talking about it was the woman with the three boobs and all this other stuff and everything. So <laughs> it was an awesome film, but my mom was like, what? Like she thought my dad was taking us and my cousins and stuff to see something completely different. And no, no, no. I don't know if there was a kid's movie yeah, out at that boobs. time, but <laughs> y'all, did y'all watch Total Recall? I can't recall. I can't remember recall. <laughs> It's a movie when they were like on Mars and it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Sharon Stone and uh, well, check it out. It, it, it was so popular back in the 90s that they even remade it with Colin Farrell and Jessica Biel and Kate Beckinsale. So like, yeah, it was that it's big of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The thing huh? is, t Starks was so I remember the, the tri-boob lady. I, you can't, yeah. once you see it, you cannot unsee it. You it can't, was just like, you can't. Weird. <laughs> you can't, you're right. Tell you can't unsee Deborah, it. It's like, it. wait. Yeah. I, and, and I'm going to just call the tri-boob lady. The tri-boob lady. <laughs> the trio? I mean, shoot. Which half was I was shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't the twins. Damn. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. So what's out now? Like, what? I, I This is all making me think I want to uh pull up something and 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 look at it uh have a good laugh today what what's out there that i can look into hey is it like all uh, dave Chappelle? Okay. i haven't the closer baby yeah okay where where's it at is it what, what's it on what platform is it on it's Thank on you. netflix he had okay. a deal with Netflix to do several things, and this is the last uh, part of the uh, deal. So his contract with Netflix is, is uh, completed with this. With this. Okay. It was his contract. They I gave think him it was a five show. To, yeah. For several several things, and this was the last of it. I checked it out last night. Today. Yeah, I mean, they may end up doing another deal and doing more stuff, but because all his stuff do get pretty popular. I do need to see this one. So I do need to check it out. <laughs> right. Well, it is one to see. Um, oh, you really? saw it too? So y'all both saw it? Oh, yeah. 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 It's one to see. It see, Starks, so we need to go on a virtual date, honey, and see it and pull it up. Go. You get you get your popcorn, I'll get my wine. 
you know what? And that's so funny. Have any of y'all ever did that? Because I've actually, um, I played around with friends and stuff where we talked about, you know, like put on something at the same time and just both watch it at the same time from, you know, from the quarters and stuff. Let me be clear. It can be that? friends. They can't, it can't be somebody uh, that I'm in like with. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's funny. Very good. <laughs> I, actually, I have. I've done that before. I watched a movie and stuff uh, in sync with a friend virtually and stuff. And it was actually dope and stuff because we. it was almost like we were in the theater together. We was both talking on the same parts and so forth. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. Would you so, do it again? Yeah, absolutely. It was actually so fun and stuff. You know what? You all have to start the movie at the same time. Like it has to be in sync. Or are y'all watching one like no at one. the same time? No, at like, the same time, making it sync. What part you on? Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Okay, you on one point yeah. oh two seconds. Everybody okay. go play at the same time. This used to call people doing the commercials. I'd be like, okay, you know how a good show would come on? See, that's how we did it back in the day. You, a good show would come on and then you're like, girl, okay, it's on, it's on, okay. Then you hang up and then you you talk about it, talk about the episode doing a commercial, like, oh, girl, I gotta go. And you just hang up and no, that was no my goodbye. That was life on Scandal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the Honey. game. Scandal and the yes. game. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. With Melody scandal. and Derwin. Don't <laughs> carry. But that Netflix, um, <clears throat> you guys need to check it out. The Dave Chappelle, I really think it was a really great content. It had, for me, it had a couple of slow parts, but overall, it was a really was great good. show. Um, and one thing that I really loved about the show that he kind of touched on um, transgender, transphobia, and his cancellation from the um, LGBT community. Um, and things of what he said, of course, um, certain jokes he has said about the community. But, you know, of course, if you know Dave Chappelle and his work, you know, basically he's always under fire for something he has said or something that he had probably pushed the bar a little bit too on. And um, one of the things about the show, he had mentioned about this upcoming comedian that he had met, that trans woman, uh, Daphne. I didn't catch her last mm. name. Trini Lopez, did you catch her last name? No, it was just Daphne. It was just Daphne, yeah. And so I think, like, and help me if I'm wrong, um, I believe that he met her in one of his uh, comedy shows back in Oakland. And yes, tell us about it. What was it going on? So, so Daphne, he met Daphne at a when he was he talked about her in his Sticks and Stones stand up. Mm-hmm. And she is one of his fans that basically kind of follow him around the comedy circuit and always support him. And um, he had spotted her in one show. He knew he had transgender jokes to, to say. So he kind of kept an eye on her. And he, he talks about how she laughed the hardest. She just was doubled over on his transgender jokes. So he befriended her. Um, later at the bar and they became really good friends Um, and so he talks about this on sticks and stones and how that happened now uh, apparently from that that point to this one he was going back to that state and asked her to open up for his show and um, she did and she came out he said had great presence was wonderful and then she stunk blew it it was just (laughs) not funny on stage at all and 
um, while he's telling the story, I'm, I'm just like, oh my God. He, and then he says, but she didn't leave. After getting off the stage, she came and sat right front row center. After stinking up the stage like that, a person probably would have slid out the back door. Um, but she didn't. She, and, and they started to have this banter and she like rewon the room with her with her comedy and, and and you know with her personality so much that um they you know her about her. Yeah. yeah you know and so she 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 went with them the whole night and so when the backlash of it on Twitter started coming out uh, she took up for him um, on Twitter and from what he how he described they dragged her for basically taking up for him um, against the transgender community and so much that um you know she committed suicide now they now he didn't say that was the reason but a, a later after that she did commit suicide and it just blew me away that again going back to shit being bullied on the internet. I mean, you know, it just all ties together how that happened, um, simply voicing your opinion that is different from your community. Right. It, it just really hurt my feelings, but that's that's that was Daphne's story. Right, and I love, and I, we pull this out because I love the fact how he candidly mentioned how, um, especially in recent times and stuff, how if you are basically canceled, if you say anything against the LGBT community. And what I loved about his story about describing Daphne's uh, personality, her thing, even when she initially first met him, was to educate him, um, which is probably a lot of people need education on far as um, the community and, yes. and itself. And but yet she separated still the craft and the art of comedy and entertainment. And he made that um, he definitely made that clear when he described her and her yeah. personality that she was open to laugh at anything, but yet um, still was in a position to be willing to educate. And so he also in his stand up, he did kind of support uh the baby in far as some of his remarks some like i said on, on the previous show that some one of his remarks was pretty very harsh but one was just pretty to me i would have looked at it as a general remark because we talk about fat people we talk about uh we talk about straight people we talk about everybody yeah. and um he made a point where even in this woman being a transgender and she's basically supporting and educating, even with her support of him, acknowledging that this man just didn't know and stuff, but now he's learning and stuff. And so he's, it's okay to accept them. The community, the same yeah. day that they don't want for themselves, they did to their own, dragged yeah. her. Yeah. And I'm sure that's pretty harsh already on top of the things that you commonly dealing with and having your own community to really kind of shun you away and stuff so i'm sure that was it probably was a trigger that pushed her to make that decision to that yeah. point and i just kind of like want to say is that i think like in 2021 and stuff 
we are still learning about LGBTQ uh, community and their presence is here. I think their presence is um, accepted. There's still some, of course, just like with anyone else when we're dealing with any other uh, discrimination that still exists. Right. But I think far as to cancel, he made a point, uh, Dave Chappelle made a point in saying that the community is really sensitive. It's yeah. being sensitive. And you pick and choose of what you cancel. And I think as far as with me, I was going to say is to be accepted, you have to understand that you're not exempt. Right. Because everybody's not going to accept you. Right. Everybody, you're not going to accept everything. So, yeah, you're going to be, um, you're going to have those instances where people are going to come at you. Um, You can't cancel. You can't cancel everybody that don't like you. You just, I mean. It's just, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really torn when it comes to that situation. I really am. Right. And so, and just well, like I, I think at, it's just a level. So, what do you mean, T Starks? Well, because I was just meaning that I feel that it's a level instead of, because uh, I think you can, you can be the best of both sides where um, you can feel, because um, where Trini's talking about being torn. Um, I think it's the idea that if some kind of equilibrium, you can hold people to accountable in regards of when it's, you know, outlandish or too far or across a line, but right. you also can't, but then you have to know a level of getting some thick skin and um, some things that people are saying um, don't mean that they should always be reprimanded or they should, or it comes with the idea that, um, a backlash in regards of it because it makes it harder for people to have jokes and stuff um i get because get this right this week alone on the view uh i i didn't watch it but it, it was a headline and so i'm of course i'm gonna probably go back and check it out or whatever uh the shark tank is starting back up and they had some of the, the the members of the hosts or the people who are the shark tank crew on there and someone apparently owns some kind of blue jean line or something like that. And the women of you were talking about how comfortable it was. And then Whoopi Goldberg made a comment about, well, maybe I should get one and said something about, do you got something in my size? Because over the years, yes, Whoopi got a little bit bigger. And then she's like, you think I could put something on or something like that? She's like, all right. And then the, the woman with the blonde hair from Shark Tank said, well, when you get rid of the pair, then you can give it back to me and I can make two pairs out of it. And Ooh. basically, it was a, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. Whoopi made, like, yeah, made a face like, what? And then quickly, Anna Navarro was like, well, that dress you got on both Sonny Hostin and uh, Joe, Jill Biden already done wore it on here. Like, it's like, like, oh. like, like that's how you right. save with a friend. Um, that's Ooh. how Anna. And okay. it comes with the yeah. uppercut. Like, you didn't know I was standing back here, right? Okay. You didn't know I had my girls back. Oh, my God. Love that was it. Such a... and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and which was funny, because later on, apparently, uh, that woman, y'all know who I'm talking about. She's the blonde with the short yeah. hair. Yeah. So she ended up uh, doing a little small Instagram or uh, Twitter video saying that Whoopi's my girl. You know, I'm, I'm, I know it offended some people and da-da-da. And so... Um, and she apologized. 
But she, uh, she had to apologize because that clap back that Jill has uh yeah, wore that dress, honey. You can't even come back from that. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I'm sorry, I said it back. I, I said it wrong. She said uh, Anna Navarro said it real quick, saying both Sarah Haynes and uh oh, Jill Biden done already don't wore that. Um, yeah. Okay. And, and she was like, What, what? No, yeah, it's I'll send y'all the clip. It was a good funny clip. Yeah, it was yeah, and I was just like but um that's kind of how you go had back to be like to, am i on television i'm on television how do i want to yeah you know, that's just it that, that it was kind of like it was better than and whoopi has thick it. skin let's let's be clear she do yeah she has, has, while we, speaking of thick she has thick skin she do so she's probably looking like Ooh, girl okay because I mean, we have okay. had some world leaders that, were, that didn't have thick skin and everybody got under them and right. that's and, and i and i and i'm not saying that some of these people who are getting upset and stuff don't have thick skin but sometimes you got to know them let things roll off the more public yeah, you are or more right. in front you are there you can't just accept the good you got to know there's right. going to be coming with something else and you just got to go with it right and, and it may be kind of there is a fine there is a thin line though between comedy and hate speech right oh um, by so far by you know far. and you do have to you know have they do have to be accountable when they are um you know, saying things that might aggravate a, a crowd enough to cause oh, yeah. harm. Just, uh, yeah, absolutely. When you can tell someone just trolling or just being derogatory, completely own it. And that's where I'm at with it. But when people are just trying to say something and they might have thought, because with, when it comes to what the girl did on Shark Tank, she, did she say something that she thought was cool or whatever, maybe even in the close space, maybe that still wouldn't have been but I don't think she should get canceled. I don't think Shark Tank should whatever. Not saying that's gonna happen, uh -oh. but I'm just like, oh dang, that was a jacked up move. But then you know, though, the joke didn't land. It did not line. land. It's like womp womp, <laughs> and it's like, dang, no, you, you messed up because it's like you can't come from the host. You can't come from the, the hostess of the house. Like, mm -hmm. you're right. Because I can see mm -hmm. if that does offend Darn. someone, but it's nothing to it. It's just like, oh, you messed up. You offend someone, and just move on. But then, yeah. yeah, there are other things that um, that do cross that line, like you say, that is hate speech. And with hate speech, um, it's free speech, but it doesn't mean it doesn't come with something that you can get. Um, yeah, it's not free and those things should, yeah, and those should be held account definitely accountable for it. I definitely agree on you on that. But it also, but just going back kind of like, to the comedy and stuff and far as with the community have you anybody have ever seen the show pose i watched yes. a little bit of it but i didn't get into have it not okay i, I checked that it's on netflix it's, okay. it's on netflix now yeah it's really yeah, yeah. actually a really great I series go back and look at my subscription because i'm missing a lot of stuff okay and, write this down and i really hate that it ended on uh season three and stuff because i really i followed it from the beginning and stuff and it was really a good show and it kind of really touched based on um if anybody want to really have education on the community stuff they really do need to check out this series and stuff because it was really tastefully written and um really um supporting um, really the great supporting actors and stuff but though one of the things I wanted to point out of this show and stuff was the reads these queens was given in this show and it's it just kind of making it one seem thing like I saw a viral read oh. I think I saw a viral read real quick 
when uh is it um maybe four or five good friends or something like that yes and so one of the main characters that has the Uh best reads is this character called electra and if you guys as a follower of this show oh my gosh i mean even her reads if i was to sit down and stuff i probably couldn't come back on her because she is excellent when we talking about old school reads dynasty in dallas oh baby has mastered it to the t okay I'll give you that. There are some good shows that actually do have some good reads. Now that you're saying it, there have been multiple things across my mind, even if I watch it or not watch it, because even on the Merrill's Place, uh, the series uh, in the 90s, uh, that was, I guess, a spinoff from 90210, Merrill's Place, uh, that was some uh, adult reads that was going down between that apartment complex, just between what was it, Heather Locklear's character and stuff like that um yeah that mm-hmm. was some, yeah they were some nasties little whatevers and stuff and um, I, so reads I, I, I are like nothing it. new that's what we're saying well, yeah and so what i was <laughs> right, going to make the, the point is, that i was going to i'm sorry go with that no the point that i was going to make as far as on the show and her reads in particular is the fact that you the community drag each other if you watch mm-hmm. that show and stuff they were busy talking about if the person hasn't transformed to the the look that they needed to they dragged each other so why would you go out and try to counsel everybody else that may have jokes and stuff if it's like i said in a clean and funny fashion and if you know that it could be a possible fact and so with that said and stuff and kind of peeking back off of what dave Chappelle said maybe we're becoming too sensitive and stuff and we're canceling out too soon but see what you're saying basically right there is the biggest thing you are okay if someone does it within your community but the moment someone does it outside then that's when it's not okay and that's the line that be pissing me off okay well yeah like okay for instance i'm a a big girl and stuff and so yes they talk about fat girl they talk about lizzo not too long ago dragged her and stuff because she's comfortable in her skin but yet do we have the power to busy really just cancel like hey censor and shut you up and stuff cut your business off okay now i'm gonna go ahead and go a little bit on that one for two seconds now i'm all about everybody being able to do whatever they want and how they want to do it by all means and yeah lizzo could put on whatever but sometimes some things are just too much it's too much and it didn't matter if lizzo was a size zero or two or whatever size she is Sometimes whatever outfit she got on is just a little bit over the top. That is just fact. I don't care if it was Ariana Grande or whoever, a little skinny bitch putting it on. You talking about I'm that not, basketball outfit she wore? At the not just that game. basketball outfit. Lizzo <laughs> be doing some stuff on. Yes, when she did that in the basketball, but okay, that was so, inappropriate for a basketball game. Yes, but, I agree. I agree. Lizzo but, was tripping, and it wasn't her size. It was her. It was her outfit. But Lizzo's TikTok is a high mess. <laughs> like if y'all ever get on Lizzo, t- and it ain't because of size. I I would I would have had issues with it, no matter who. Was. And you know what? Someone did the best meme in regards of it. It's like y'all think we talking about Lizzo because of her size, but then they showed another girl that was small. It's like we ran her too. And I loved every video. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, just because they make it in your size, don't mean you should wear it. And it don't matter what mm-hmm. size you are. Because you want to know the funny thing about it, and everybody is uncomfortable. Everybody has a, 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 a self reservation about what they look like that are way smaller than people like Lizzo, and that are, you know, um, I'm not the most fittest person in the world. I'm not even considering myself fit, 
But there are certain things that I just wouldn't wear. And then you see someone way out of, you know, in a different form. Y'all all see that. Where y'all may think about it, it's like, I could not. And then y'all see someone that's like, shoot, I could have worn this and then been looking like I'm on the red carpet. <laughs> we all see that. Like, you know, it's like, I can't even wear this. And you thinking about it and you going out on the town. And then you go to the grocery store and seeing someone down wearing this down aisle five in Walmart. And mm-hmm. it's like, really? So, yeah. but, I, I, but I get what y'all are saying. Because the thing that bothers me is kind of the same thing with the black people thing, with the N-word. We don't, not we, but there are people who get less offended unless it's someone out the race. And uh, then someone is, and it's like, eh, I think the idea is if you have issues with the word, it shouldn't be no matter who is saying it. And because. Uh, you could have a black person calling you out your name using it, and it could be, I don't know, I guess a white person, and they're just saying that you they friend. And you know, like, oh, this is my so-and-so. And then they say it like that. It's like, are you gonna get more mad at that person for saying this is my so-and-so, or are you gonna get mad at that black person for calling you that? But they meant it like you stupid, you know, as blah blah blah. So it's like, are they both equal or no? It's because of a skin tone. Yeah. I, 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 so the whole N-word thing with me is, um, you know, I hear it so much now with the younger generation, just like, I get so uncomfortable when I hear it with, in mixed company. Mm-hmm. Um, however, mm-hmm. I'm not, I, my family, I raised up, I was raised um, where, where they, you know, used it as maybe a term of endearment if you, you know you know, toward each other, um, never in a derogatory way, because we, you know, we, we took it as it being turned into a turn of endearment, where they meant it for, you know, to degrade us, we, we changed the word to, to um, a term, you know, uh, for, for affection, sometimes, so that's kind of, so hearing the word growing up wasn't a big deal to me until I got an adult and I did start having my own feelings about the word um, okay. uh-huh. but you know but so I completely understand uh what you're saying Tony Starks about you know the, the why do we allow why do why are we gonna say it and and not allow everybody else to say it you know it's 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 a a gray area but to me either yeah we, we either gonna have to all stop saying it or mm-hmm you know, not get, not always try to cancel the white people for saying it. I agree, because if you truly want to take the power out of the word, then take the power out the word. Out the word. Because all they really want to be is like us. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, (laughs) you know, you know, um, many of the most uh, foundations of things that are built, uh, that are, uh, that staple of the U.S. is, was built by black people the white house it's you know monuments and stuff like that they weren't doing it but the thing is when people say that well we we say it as you know um as often or in our songs or however whatever it's to take power of no because if you get that upset and that mad when someone else says it then that power is in it or really are you mad just because you know that someone else can get mad like are you even really mad because if you really gonna take the power out of it then when someone call it to you don't let that face you. I can't get that mad and say that the power, oh, but I want to let the power out of it. And it's not saying to make it less. I'm going to get that mad. I ain't lying. 
Yeah. I'm going to get that mad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't I'm, get that I'm mad? I'm not going to lie. I'm not there yeah. yet. I'm going to get that but mad. But would you get yes, mad I'm if a black yet. person randomly um, would call you the act too? If I don't, if, if I don't know you, if you're not in my circle, I'm going to just be real with y'all. If, if I don't know you, you're not in my circle, I don't know your intent, um, then I'm going to have to assess that. I'm really going to have to uh, assess that, uh, the situation, what we're doing. But if I don't really know you, like, hold up, who, who is you? Like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It is not something that I say, because um, over the years, it's just, I'm like, nah, mm-mm. I don't, I just don't care to say it any, I, there was that time right. where, you know, it was a little bit more socially acceptable, but then I'm like, oh, this isn't comfortable to me anymore. I don't like it. I, I don't choose to say it. Um, but if I know you, you're in my circle, I know what you're about and your intent, just like, I'm, it could be any word. It can be the N word, B word, this mm-hmm. word, that word. Um, if you're in my right. community and you're in my circle, I know you, I know what you're, where you're coming at me from. Everybody can't, I'm going to switch it up. Everybody can't call me a bitch. 99.9% of people can't call me a bitch. I got this one person right. in my circle. Because you know this person and where they're coming from, they're about to tell a good story. Bitch. Yeah. People are like, what yeah. the fuck? At first, he used to throw me off. I'd be like, and I used to say that, like, girl, what? I ain't used to people calling me. What you talking about? What's going on? But then you realize it is like, I know her. It, it, and so yeah. I give permission over to that person to say that, like, the only person. Um, whether people like it or not, but I get that permission to me, and I'll be like, okay, what's up? What's the story? What's the tea? Oh, it's this, 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 and that. Da, da, da. So I gotta know y'all gotta know your intent. So I put those parameters on the people on me and mine and my circle, but they know that. But above board with everybody else, people should just operate on that um, marginal of error. Like you know, it's just the case. Just don't do it. Just, just don't do right. it because you don't know that person. You don't know the defense level. I'd rather operate uh, a, a little bit above board as far as um, not above board, but more so on the, on the uh, cautionary tale. You know, let me not do that because I don't know you like that. And I think that's part of it. So it's not even just about a skin tone, but it's what, um, going back to the other word, it's what it represents to many in the historical um, um uh, story and the narrative behind it so it's more than just the skin tone it's everything else that goes with it and then it comes out um on the surface so that's me that's mine that's where i am in life well because i like what you, well because i like what you're saying about it's, it's your circle and so with your circle and that's what I'm, and uh, so my question to you i mean in general is it does your circle have mm-hmm. to be all the same race or 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 does your circle can be any race but it's that person in your circle because they're in your circle on depending on on anything because I, I like mm-hmm. what you're saying regarding My- because i think it's the same go ahead mm-hmm. sorry go ahead oh no finish your point you're good you're good go ahead oh oh because because i was because i think that's a very good uh understanding with what you were saying because the moment you said it was in your circle i said that makes sense like what people can do in someone's circle, that's different. It's and you know what I mean because I and I when you said that it hit me and I was like, yep, makes sense because a lot of things that someone can do that you don't know that person, you don't know what comfort, and even if you know what someone just said right then and there, that doesn't give you the right to say that to that person. And the difference was because of the level of friendship behind that or what um, constitutes their relationship and what they got going on isn't what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just don't like to make certain things just so black and white. In my circle, right. actually, I have multiple circles. So I'm glad you um, put that point out there. I have multiple circles. Some circles are diverse. Um, 
and culture and race and gender. And so it really depends. Certain things in a circle of good girlfriends I can say in front of them and they know what I'm saying, but I, I just wouldn't say it in mixed company because, ooh, this may give off a certain, um, if I'm a, a, a certain way that that's not the intent, but because you know me, you know my intent, I don't have to go back in and explain it um, or a question to it. So it just depends on the particular circle when I let certain things um, be said to me, directed towards me, because that's the only person I can uh, control. And then I just go from there. So it's not just one big circle. It's de dependent upon the circle. Instead, you just and read the room, people. Read the room. I agree. <laughs> so do everyone have like a certain thing like uh, that would be something that would uh, pop them off like or would uh, piss them off if someone said something? Because unlike uh, myself personally, there's nothing that someone can actually call me that's going to um, truly offend me. But um and part of it is thick skin. And it's not saying anyone who doesn't is their end, but I'm just saying part of why it doesn't bother me is because of that. Um, and so um, names haven't had, or words don't affect me too much in that sense, unless it was, mm -hmm. can y'all still hear me? Oh yeah. Okay. Unless it was someone who was, <laughs> there you go. Unless it was someone who is uh, that close to me purposely hit, hit it. That, I think it's that. Because if you're someone that I don't mm. know and you say something, that that doesn't do don't know me. to me. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it, but if you're someone that's in my circle and said something, now that might have an effect more so than someone outside of it. I don't know. Trini, are you kind of there? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Totally agree. Because, um, you know, you know me. So you saying it, you know, is more personal than somebody that don't know me. They just might have. Was that intense? Yeah. Ah. You know, you calling me that. You don't know nothing about me. That, you know, whatever. But you knowing me and say it, oh, you trying to get beat up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh. It's on, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I totally agree. It, it Because, you know, it's that offense. You you get a, a offense starts because these people you've put on a a pedestal you you have more love and admiration for the people so when they come at you it hurts more than somebody that you don't know that you don't you know have any invested interest in so and that's what offense that is you know so i totally agree rogue are you are you easily uh touched on any of this well, no, you're absolutely right i agree with um trini and stuff i mean yeah my circle they and even with them they have boundaries and stuff I, i'm not into the bitch bitch but though i do have like certain friends that that's just the communication that they give and i give them a pass but yeah especially someone outside my uh circle no i let's just go ahead and act like we're really strangers and speak <laughs> in respect you know um because i hate oh my gosh i used to work this one job and stuff and you know and um customers will come in I might and I don't know if it was because I had braids in my hair or what that week and stuff but they'll be like oh girl you know it's just started talking like slang and stuff and just get that comfortable and I'm like well I'm glad I made you that comfortable but I'm not your girl we're not home girls and stuff what do you want <laughs> you know um yeah so I don't know I'm on the fence I I, I don't 
yeah if they're outside my circle no and as far as the n-word and stuff i'm in agreement. Uh, I think that's something that we all need to just do away with anyway, because you can't just keep saying this stuff and making it like it's good and then get mad if somebody else that doesn't look like you say it. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's stupid to me. Because, yeah, because like everything else of ours, they want to you know, cultivate. And they want to culture vultures. And, you know, they want to be like us. So, of course, they're going to continue. And they know that that if they use it in a derogatory word, it's going to get at us. So you have it on both sides. Yeah, you have it on both sides. Those trying to be like us and those that still trying to, you know, hurt us with it. So if we, uh, only way to really give it, give it the power that it needs is to to do away with it altogether. Um, I agree. On our part, I think. Well, with y'all saying that if the moment that the word is given away, then that's that one bit of uh, whatever that they can't use. And so then they have, you know, that's the biggest thing in whatever, whether it's racism or just an attack. And so, yeah. And I say that, and I say that preaching to myself because I grew up with, uh, with a mouthful of N words. Like that's, that's just how we came up, just calling each other that because we were thinking it was a term of endearment when in, exactly, I mean, it's just um, getting them more comfortable with saying it. Gotcha, gotcha. So buy my knit much <laughs> 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 Okay. I love it. What's that say? And with that, you speak, speak your night what? away. <laughs> it was supposed to be scoot, scoot. Scoot, scoot. Not scoot, scoot. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps up our show for today. Um, we had some good topics today and stuff. I really loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Anybody got plans this weekend? Yeah, I'm going no. I'm to I'm watch the Chappelle special just because y'all said that. Not that um, I wasn't going to, but y'all going to make me put that on my to-do list. So I'm, I'm as soon as we wrap up, I'm going to do that right now while it's on my thinking. I'm going to stand. I'm going to sit in this hey, well, We can sing up together again. I get the popcorn, you get the there wine. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Dope. What Dope. about what about you, OG Rose? You know what? I got work to do this weekend. Um, no plans, no plans at all and stuff. But I can't even complain and stuff because it's following a weekend that I had a really good time and really enjoyed myself. Kind of give an update of my real date. It was really interesting. Um, I mean the guy kind of went definitely went all out and the vibes was definitely there and stuff so it was kind of that itty bitty girl feeling and stuff and i loved it had me go get Ooh, my feet done the next day yeah the oh, butterflies oh, <laughs> wait a minute you got, girl it drove you to get a pedicure okay <laughs> i was like oh it drove you to self-care it's like it drove me to okay. self-care no, like okay and that's sad that i had to wait for that driver but it was a great push and i was like oh let me get back into the groove into it Oh my goodness. COVID is almost over. Ain't no love like self love, baby. Okay. All right. Uh-uh. Too, uh-uh. too many training. kids going to be using down their mama and dad when they're in that shower too long. <laughs> mama ain't no love. Ain't like no love, love like self love. Baby, but you wasting my water. Okay. Get your ass <laughs> out. <laughs> and we better the shower. The sport. Better the shower. There you go. Blankets. Shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh. Right. Ooh. 
Okay. Y'all know I got boys. Don't we don't even want to start that whole conversation. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine them listening to this now. Mom brought it up. Like, Mom, wait, okay. Mm-hmm. With that said, get in the shower, boys. Just stay in the shower as long as you want. <laughs> boys, don't let them stop y'all. Do what you do. Okay, we, we cut down on this because T Starks is about to start a conniption. All right, guys. <laughs> I'm about to take it back up. Take it back to the childhood. <laughs> okay. The adolescence. We were talking about big mouth, and now we're talking about this. It's all wait about that adolescence. You already, okay. you already heard what the baby Baby said about our 90s music and stuff. We ain't fit to torture him no more. Right? <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. Right. It's true. All right, guys. Catch us next week and stuff. We have a totally new episode. We got some good, interesting stuff that's going to be introduced again next week. So uh, as we end this segment, we're going to send you the, all the good vibes in the world. So good vibes only, guys. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. All right. Catch us next week. Bye.